2: of jesus the presence of god becomes accessible to everybody that's the truth of the gospel through the death the burial the resurrection of jesus everybody everywhere has an opportunity to experience the presence of god Fear is not that we're afraid he's going to zap us at every corner. Fear is just living in the all of God's presence. We don't want to miss out on his wonder and his majesty. We want all that he has to offer. But when we fear other things than God, it becomes sinful. In fact, I would say that fear of anything or anyone other than God is a sinful symptom that we have made our lives all about us. So if you're focusing on what you're afraid of, maybe you need to be reminded of God's antidote today. And his antidote is to get your eyes off of you onto him. That's why Paul would tell us in Philippians 4, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer, with supplication, make your request unto God and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. It's also why Paul would say to the young Timothy, God has given us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and of love and of self-control. If you're going to be present and make the difference that God wants you to make, where he wants you to make it, you, you got to push fear aside. You, you can't walk in fear. Over and over again, we have that command in Scripture. But the third truth is really what we want to focus on. And it's simple. Here are the words. Show up. Just say, show up. That's the lesson we want to get out of this part of the passage today. Remember what we said in our busy and bustling society? Being there matters. It's a ministry of your presence. Being there makes a difference. Your presence So much more often than the presence you give can make a lasting impact to the people in your life. And there's a reason for that. Presence is a central part of the story of God found in the Word of God. Let me illustrate it God's our Creator. The Bible tells us on the first page of the Scripture that He created everything that is He created the heavens and the earth, He created the mountains and the seas. He created birds to fly in the air, fish to swim in the seas, animals to live on the land. He created the sun, the moon, the stars, the light, and he made it so that there would be darkness at night. He had done a great job. But he looked around and something was missing. And so the Bible tells us at the end of chapter 1 that God created man in his image. And that creation gave God the opportunity to do something he would not do with all the rest of his creation. It gave him the opportunity to have a presence. You were created to be present with God. You were created for fellowship and relationship with God. In fact, the story continues. So God looks at man and says, man, a pretty good job there, but something's still missing. And so then he takes from Adam's side... And he creates woman. Or as Adam says, whoa, man. And he creates woman because he thought it wasn't good even that man be alone. He needed relationship. He needed other presence. And then sin enters the world. And what does man and woman do? You remember? They hide from the presence of God. Sin always does that. It always separates us from God's presence. So much of that whole Old Testament story is about how God reveals His presence to His people. Remember the Ark of the Covenant that they would carry and that would be in the temple ultimately? What was the Ark of the Covenant? It was demonstrative of the presence of God. But God always had another plan. And so we're told in Scripture Before he was born, that one would be coming whose name would be called Emmanuel. Which means God with us. So with the birth of Jesus, the presence of God becomes accessible to everybody. That's the truth of the gospel. Through the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus... Everybody, everywhere has the opportunity to experience the presence of God. That's what John three sixteen is all about. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And when Jesus walked and talked on this earth, you know what he did? He hung out with people. He had a ministry of presence. In fact, in Mark 3, when he began to call his disciples, it says, and he appointed 12 whom he also called apostles so that they might be with him. That idea of being with, a ministry of presence. And make no mistake, when Jesus uttered the last words before he ascended back into heaven, leaving us the Holy Spirit, he said this in Matthew 28, 20, and behold, I am with you. Always, even to the end of the age. So when I show up in another person's life, I'm doing like God has done for me, and I'm demonstrating the ministry of presence. Do you see that? God has a ministry with presence with us, and he wants us to have a ministry of presence in our little corner of the world. But that'll never happen if we don't show up. I think it was Woody Allen who said, the comedian in the 1970s, that 80% of success is just showing up. You don't like school? Guess what? You just show up for class day in and day out. Eventually you're probably going to find your way through. You get out of school and you find out your workplace wasn't everything you wanted it to be. Guess what? Just show up. Keep doing what you're supposed to be doing and see how God honors your faithfulness And your commitment in that particular way. Did you know that's true even in the spiritual setting? When you get to a place of dryness. I get it. Sometimes we're there. And we, we think I don't feel like worshiping. I don't feel like going to church. Thankfully our faith and relationship with God is not based on feelings. But you know amazing things happen. A lot of times when we just show up. God's word is honored because he says if we forsake not the assembling of ourselves together, when we come together, it will be an encouragement one to another. And so through worship or through the ministry of the word, through what you experience as you gather showing up on a time like this, God uses that to change you. And that's what the shepherds decided to do. Remember the setting. Out here just minding their business, just taking care of the sheep. Out of the blue. The angels come. The glory of the Lord shines around them. They begin to tremble. The angels say, don't be afraid. And they tell of the coming of Jesus. And what do the shepherds do? We read it. They simply said, let us go. Or in the southern translation, let's go. They made the decision to move from where they were And to go and be with the one that they wanted to be with. When you simply show up in another person's life, you perform a ministry of presence that demonstrates the love of God in a real and a tangible way. So when I show up in another person's life, I'm doing like God has done for me and I'm demonstrating the ministry of presence. Do you see that? God has a ministry with presence with us, and he wants us to have a ministry of presence in our little corner of the world. But that'll never happen if we don't show up. I think it was Woody Allen who said, the comedian in the 1970s, that 80% of success is just showing up. You don't like school? Guess what? You just show up for class day in and day out. Eventually, you're probably going to find your way through. You get out of school and you find out your workplace wasn't everything you wanted it to be. Guess what? Just show up. Keep doing what you're supposed to be doing and see how God honors your faithfulness and your commitment in that particular way. Did you know that's true even in the spiritual setting? When you get to a place of dryness, I get it. Sometimes we're there and we, we, we think, I don't feel like worshiping. I don't feel like going to church. Thankfully, our faith and relationship with God is not based on feelings. But you know, amazing things happen. A lot of times when we just show up, God's word is honored because he says, if we forsake not the assembling of ourselves together, when we come together, it will be an encouragement one to another. And so through worship or through the ministry of the word, through what you experience as you gather, showing up on a time like this, God uses that. Hi, I'm Paul Purvis, the lead pastor of Mission Hill Church right here in Tampa Bay. Thanks for taking the time to listen to today's The Barnabas Effect. It's a ministry intended to encourage, equip, and empower you. You may not know this, but this ministry is made possible because of the generosity of listeners like you. We continue with our message. Remember the setting. Out here just minding their business. Just taking care of the sheep. Out of the blue, the angels come. The glory of the Lord shines around them. They begin to tremble. The angels say, don't be afraid. And they tell of the coming of Jesus. And what do the shepherds do? We read it. They simply said, Let us go. Or in the southern translation, let's go. They made the decision to move from where they were and to go and be with the one that they wanted to be with. When you simply show up in another person's life, you perform a ministry of presence that demonstrates the love of God in a real and a tangible way. You understand that? the ministry of presence you don't have to have a lot of money you don't have to have a lot of experience you don't even have to know what you're doing you just have to show up and be present kind of like this young boy with down syndrome who took the opportunity to comfort his classmate who was a little distressed watch this <laughs> Are you present in the lives of people that God has placed around you? Where is He giving you this ministry of presence? Some of you are looking at your life and you're thinking, my life is so full, I I don't even know what's going on with me. Let me tell you a little story. My mom, in addition to my dad's world, was just rocked and shattered. When my dad had that stroke and that brain bleed. In fact, she went from one Friday to the next, from living in her home, driving herself everywhere she went, to living in an assisted living. I still can't believe how quickly and incredibly positive she's made that transition. After about a week there in the assisted living, you know what she said to me? Son, God's given me a brand new mission field. He's given me a new place of ministry. See, you can be present wherever you are. Where is God telling you to go and just show up and be present? Maybe it is the hospital. Maybe you just need to go make hospital visits. Most weeks we have people from our church in the hospital. You could call up here and go make a hospital visit. What do I do? Just be present. And you don't even have to be present long. Matter of fact, in the name of Jesus, please don't stay long. Nobody wants you to stay long in the hospital. But you could just go and say, hey, I'm just coming by from the church. I'm going to pray with you and pray for you. Visit a hospital. You could just go to any nursing home or assisted living. They're all around us. And just stop by and say, hey, I just wanted to be a friendly face that says hello today. I don't know if anybody has been able to say hello. You could do as we talked last week and visit the prisons, a county jail. Or it might just mean going across the street or down the road to your neighbor. And be present. See what God will do when you show up. See, because when you show up, it gives you the opportunity to spread the glory of God right where you are. That's what happens. When God works through you, you begin to spread the glory of God. I know that because that's what's happened in this story. So we've got the shepherds. Here they are. They go from not far away to the place where Jesus was born in Bethlehem. What did they take him by the way? Because we know we know what the wise men took, the kings, when they came to see Jesus, they brought Yeah, you see you see, you're you're good on that. What did the shepherds bring? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Doesn't really t- Matter of fact, basically it says they went and then it says they left. I mean they made an appropriate visit. They didn't stay too long. <laughs> they didn't become an unwelcome guest. They left. We, we don't think they took it. They could have taken any something. Maybe they left a, a sheep. I don't know. But, but they gave their presence. And when they left, the glory of God that had been revealed to them was apparently. Shining in them. That leads me to the last thing I want to say. When when you develop the ministry of presence. You discover the power of praise. Discover the power of praise. Think about these shepherds. They moved. They moved from this place of fearful uncertainty. To becoming confident witnesses. Witnesses why what changed they were still the same people but the bible says that when they left jesus they were praising the lord and it caused everybody that came in contact with them wonder over what had experienced what changed they had been in the presence of jesus again that's why your presence in corporate worship is so important There's something about encountering the presence of Jesus that allows you to experience change. Maybe you want to think about this today. When you encounter God's presence in a real and a personal way, you will be motivated to show up and be present for his glory right where you are. Let me ask you a question before we close. Does your presence cause others to wonder at what God is doing? If you're a Christ follower, that's one of your assignments. Wherever you go, people should see God in and through you. Does your presence cause others to marvel at God? I have some friends that are are walking through difficult times. Do you know how God is honored in our difficulty? One of the ways he's honored is when people look at us in the midst of the storm. And they think, how in the world do you have that smile? How in the world do you keep going? How in the world are you still strong in your faith? And you can answer, it's simply the surprising presence of God. See, when we show up, having been in his presence, it allows us to show off the glory of God. Well, before I pray with you, I just want to give you kind of a, a simple application to today's message. Be present. Last week we said be kind. This week I I want you to know that one way you can be kind is be present. We're entering a season of the year that is all about joy and peace and hope. There are people around you that are struggling with that because of what they're walking through in their corner of the world. Find ways to be present. Be sensitive to what they're experiencing. When you're with your family, be present. When you're with your friends... Get off the stinking phone. Recognize there are others in your midst. And invest in them for the glory of God. But remember this. When we needed God most, he was present for us. That's what John 3.16 is all about. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And the presence of Jesus changed everything. That's what Romans 5, 8 tells us. God demonstrated his love in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Let me remind you of that truth of the gospel. The Bible says that God loves every one of us and he desires a relationship with us. Imagine this hand is you and me and this hand is God. God desires to have a relationship with us. But since the beginning of time, there's been something that got in the way. And that was our sin. If you won't take it as too sacrilegious, I want you to think about this as a record book of my sin. It wouldn't be nearly big enough. My sins would fill much more, many more pages than this. But let's imagine that was a record book of my sin. The Bible says that God desires a relationship with me just like he does with you. But our sins get in the way. And so here's what we do as mankind. We say, yeah, I hear you, God. I'm going to turn my life around. And he says, no, your sins are still in the way. And we say, oh, I understand now, God. I'm going to turn over a new leaf. And he says, no, your sins are still in the way. And the Bible says that God, in a desire to demonstrate his love, laid on him, Jesus, the sins of us all. And when Jesus took your and my sin, that freed us up to have a relationship with God. That's what Christmas is all about. God desires to be present in your life. Have you invited him in? Let's bow our heads and pray. If you're here as a follower of Jesus Christ, I want to encourage you in this moment to make a commitment to God to be present in the different ways that he spoke to you as we've walked through his word. Make a commitment during these days to show kindness through your presence.
1: You've been listening to The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis, an outreach of Mission Hill Church. If you're looking for answers to difficult questions or searching for a church home, you're invited to any of the three locations in Temple Terrace and Tampa. Details and directions at missionhill.org. The Barnabas Effect is here to provide listeners like you with biblical truth and spiritual encouragement